A Saturday Christmas morning. It is Christmas. Merry Christmas to you all. We are not broadcasting our regular three-hour radio program today. Our uh, flagship affiliate always has Christmas programming that they play, so we were preempted. But we thought we still wanted to do something for the listeners. You know, After doing it for 34 years, every Saturday morning, it felt weird to not put something together. So we're here for a special podcast-only version. It's not going to be... uh, commercials it's not going to be full three hours we're just going to talk about our christmas experiences for you the arizona homeowners and what makes christmas special to us share with us what makes christmas special to you by emailing us at info at rosyonthehouse.com we don't have text today we're not in the studio we don't have uh the, the the phone's open so just send us an email share us your uh favorite christmas pastime and We'll share ours with you. Well, no, no shortage of great holiday memories, that's for sure. Jennifer, what's your what's your favorite childhood Christmas memory? You know, childhood. Um, our Christmases were pretty simple at home. Uh, when, of course, as most young families, we didn't have a lot of stuff, and it wasn't really a time when cr- Christmas was all that commercial. So, I do remember stockings full of tangerines and nuts and you know and that this was, is all in memphis uh memphis and st louis yeah, yeah. memphis and st louis and uh but i remember our very first big christmas mom and dad there's three girls in our family they bought us banana bikes and that was such a big deal and we had more fun <laughs> on, we lived in a big apartment complex and just rode and rode you know in the parking lot that was that was a big deal oh i bet it was how about yours well you know mom and dad were so good about making Christmas a, a memorable time. Um, a lot, a lot of the Christmases stand out for me. But the one that, that jumps out was the year we moved from a little bitty town in South Louisiana to Denver, Colorado. And we woke up. I had uh, five brothers, five sisters and one brother at the time in Colorado. We were young. I was only about eight years old at the time. We woke up, went down, lived in a tri-level home in Littleton, Colorado, went downstairs to the Christmas tree, and there were a few packages under the Christmas tree, and and um, being an eight-year-old selfish little brat, I thought, well, boy, this is a bummer. And then you turned around, and on the dining room table, there were 10 sets of snow skis, 10 sets of snow poles, 10 sets of snow boots, 10 sets of ski gloves, and that little Cajun family uh, all learned how to ski at Arapahoe Basin, and I'll never forget that Christmas morning, and it has since become, you know, probably one of my, my favorite recreational pastimes is snow skiing. Well, what did you guys drive from Denver to Arapahoe to fit all that equipment in? Ford Econoline 150 van, baby. I mean, what, did you have to put stuff on the top? <laughs> no, is it, no it you, you opened the, the you opened the French doors in back, and everything slid underneath the seats, and the kids in the back two rows just couldn't put their feet down because you'd be stepping <laughs> all over the skis and the boots, and there was always a thermos of hot chocolate that we'd throw up in the back seat on the way home. 
memories. Oh man, so that that Christmas 1965 in Littleton, Colorado, as a child, is the one that stands out. Roman, we tried to make some of yours pretty special growing up. You know, any of them stick out? You know, I don't have that ability to say this year we did that. And I, you know, moving from Louisiana to Colorado, that would be a pretty easy thing to remember. You know, we've always been here. We've been yeah. at, for the most part, the same house. I have vague memories of previous houses other than the one y'all are in now that you've been in for over 30 years, I think. But what I do have is like, Scenes. I can perfectly remember certain scenes, uh, you know, memories. Like, you know, we always had to have the fire going and the coffee going and uh, breakfast, maybe. I, I can't remember all the things, but before we were allowed to wake up mom and dad, and we couldn't open our presents before we woke well, y'all up. And, and Jennifer and I didn't get smart enough to make that rule till after a couple of years we realized Every Christmas morning, they're getting up earlier and earlier. And and one morning, they ran in our bedroom, like at 3.30 in the morning, jumping on our bed. Let's open presents. And so I made the rule, look, from now on, the fire has to be lit, coffee has to be made, and 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock is as early as y'all can come in here. (laughs) And I think that started because we were always racing with our cousins who were back in Colorado on who could call the other one earliest. So the, every Christmas it just kept getting earlier and earlier and finally it was early enough you guys said alright this is not going to work. But One of those after it was like you have to wait till 5 o'clock it took us a little while to get good at it. Uh, one year I, we, we still got up at 3.30 got everything ready and then <laughs> we were like an hour and 40 minutes to sit around and, and kill time. One of those mornings me and Rachel were sitting by the fire and the light was starting to kind of come up a little bit. Maybe not, because that something... Too early. Yeah, too early. But something caught my eye shining out the window. And I went over there, I'm like, that's a trampoline. We got a trampoline. So we didn't even bother waking you guys up that morning because it wasn't wrapped. It was all put together. I can't imagine you guys staying up. Santa did that. Setting that that up. Santa did that. Uh, because we've, I've set up trampolines and that, that's a pain in the neck. Can't imagine doing that in the dark. But so we went out, we're bouncing on the trampoline, and I, I don't even remember coming and getting y'all that year. I'm sure we did, but I don't remember that part. I do remember coming out and you guys all being in your pajamas, and it was pretty chilly out, and you're barefoot, and you know your little t-shirts and stuff out there, just jumping your hearts out. One of the things that we would always do for fun or I guess dad always did, is he liked to go up and stomp his feet on the rooftop and jingle bells down the chimney and yell, ho, 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 just get everyone excited. You know, this is Christmas Eve. And one year, you made me go up and do it so you could see it because you never got to see any of the reactions. And I, I didn't see it, but I still remember watching that video of, I guess it had to be... I think it was Julia. Julia? Sitting by the fireplace. <laughs> and, like, when the sleigh bells and the, the feet stomping went off, I mean, like, freaked out, ran all the way to her room. Screaming. Yes, screaming at everybody. And Dad's following with the camera, and he on the bed, and he's like, hey, 
And she's like, Dad, please go to sleep or he's going to leave. <laughs> yeah. Well, the rule from in my house from the time, earliest time I can remember, just as a four and five and six-year-old, is mom and dad always said, look, Santa won't come unless you're all in bed asleep. So we pass that tradition down to our kids. And uh, she, she thought, oh, no, I hear the bells. I hear the reindeer landing on the roof. We're all still awake. He's not going to stop here. She went into full panic attack, that's for sure. Jennifer, how about as, a, uh, as an adult, what might be some of your favorite Christmas memories? Well, I have one that actually contains two. And uh, we had five children at the time, and uh, they were from eighth grade to senior in high school, and uh, we had a little surprise baby coming, and she was born uh, the Friday, the last day of the semester uh, for you guys. And so um, I was in the hospital. The kids all went and took their exams, and then they all came in to greet Carol Grace, and that was so cool. And then the next day we took Carol home, and it was snowing. And so the McDowell's in the snow, and all the teenagers home, and us all just hunkered down, taking turns with, with the little baby. It was really, really a special time. Yeah, little Carol Grace, she, she actually saw Arizona snow before she saw Arizona sunshine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, yeah. was a, that was a good one. I, I think the time we surprised you and brought Wayne and Rachel home, uh, and they walked in Christmas morning, uh, I've, I, I've never seen you come as close to just outright full-bore fainting <laughs> as, as that morning. Uh, that, that was emotional collapse. Well, Romy was not living at home anymore. Rachel and Wayne were not living at home. Katie was not living at home. I think even William and was gone, and me, maybe Julia and Carol just left. Was it NAU or something? But I was just sad. You know, I mean, it was Christmas, and didn't think anybody was coming home. And it was 5 o'clock in the morning, and all of a sudden we're sound asleep, and all the lights came on, and then the door opened, and you guys had started the fire and the coffee, and the Christmas music was the last thing. And uh, so that was really special, but Rachel and Wayne still weren't there. And then we all gathered in, in the living room. The front door opened, and in came Rachel and Wayne. And it was the most perfect. I had absolutely no clue. So it was, it was one of those just take your breath away. It was. Yeah. I've, ne- I've never seen that expression on your face after 40 years of surprising you. <laughs> that, was the, that was the winner take all. And when you said that, the Christmas music blaring, that was always mm-hmm. the first thing we did before we ran back. We turned the music all the way up, hit play, and then run. <laughs> And music, that, I always enjoy Christmas music. Rachel can listen to it all year long. I can't do that. Um, But there is an element coming into Christmas where we've got to play what, you know, we enjoy. Uh, Kenny and Dolly, their Once Upon a Christmas, you know, album to album. People hardly listen that way to music anymore. That's right. The whole album, start to finish, was always one of those that are our favorite we have the Elvis Christmas classic. That one, cover to cover, is eight songs, really quick, less than a half hour. But you know, when when he sings, uh, there's a couple that just hit really highly. You know, that just doesn't, you know, just puts me right in the Christmas mood. It does. Well, and there it was does. also Amy Grant's Tennessee Christmas. But you know, yes, well, I mean, Amy with Grant. the kids all listening on their own devices anymore, you kind of lose that commonality. But at the time. You know, when you guys were all growing up, those little, what were those little things called? Like a um, Sony iPad, no, uh, iPod. Like, yeah, little iPods. 
you know, they was, those were just starting. But when we listened to music, we listened as a family. So our favorites are all the same from that era. But each year now, I try to add at least one. And my favorite new one is Casting Crowns, Peace on Earth. And they have a song, I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day. And the way that they do it, if that doesn't move you, nothing will. That's the one that gets you, huh? That is. Well, so the kids uh, at our house would uh, start the fire, fix the coffee, turn on the music, and come jump on our bed and wake us up. Now, uh, they didn't know it, but at that point, you know, it was 5 o'clock in the morning. Jennifer and I had probably only been in bed about two and a half hours (laughs) after after putting everything together and setting it up. And each child had their own pile in the living room and one spot on the couch, and everything was sorted in the socks were taken off the hearth and put on in each one of their locations. They each had like a pillow that was their designated area. Uh, we'd round up and all get into the living room around the Christmas tree. And uh, I think we do gift opening a little bit different than a lot of families. Well, I always make sure we read the Christmas story first in one way or the other, uh, either from the Bible or um, maybe a devotional or whatever. Um, and then, uh, you know, there are some families who open presents one at a time, Romy. Did you know that? They open them one at a time and they go, oh, ooh, ah. But no. At our house, that <laughs> would go, take one, three days. Two, three, go. <laughs> and everybody, papers flying. Hey, thanks over there. This is great. And then you go on to the next one. It's pretty crazy. It's, we, we call it the Christmas chaos at Romero's. But, it, uh, but it's, a, it's a flurry of wrapping paper and laughter and excitement and screams of joy and thank yous and notes of appreciation floating across the room. It's a uh, frenzy. It, it's still one of my favorite frenzies of all time. <laughs> <laughs> and then I be- love it. Then because we've been up so late and we are so tired, I think, that, I think we actually started the uh, tradition of the Christmas movie. Well, and then the movie always came after your meal, didn't it? Yeah. And then then uh, a lot of times... Once the gifts were open, we'd take 15 or 20 minutes and get all the paper picked up, wrapped up, and the gifts sorted back out into each and everybody's little territory. And and your our traditional Christmas Day brunch is um, a meal we learned as newlyweds where you just take a cast iron skillet and you slice up some potatoes and uh, turn them into hash browns, and then you throw bacon bits in there and then you throw eggs in there and it's it's all the breakfast in one you only got to wash one pan oh you got to top it with cheese and you got to top it with cheese and green onions and then you have your poppy seed cake you always fix mm-hmm. recipe of a good friend of mine yeah and so the big feed uh at that point then exhaustion hits in we always had a family gift of a movie not particularly a christmas movie but just some current movie, we'd all relocate to the living room, turn on the movie, and sleep through it for two and a half hours. <laughs> well, you and I did anyway. I think the kids saw most of them. <laughs> Do you have a favorite movie, Rums? You know, Christmas movie, I've, I've honestly never seen most of the classics start to finish, like uh, Miracle on 34th Street, It's a Wonderful Life, uh, Never, never seen those start to finish. And it wasn't until I was out of the house that we were at Zeta's one time that he made us watch the Christmas story. 
And I remember sitting through that and thinking, this is the slowest, most boringest, <laughs> aggravating movie ever. But somehow over the years, you know, that and Christmas Vacation are the only two, quote, Christmas movies I we've sat through. And that Christmas story, every time I watch it, I pick up something more, you know, very subtle. It, the, the movie moves slow. You have to catch every single word. I mean, it's it's one of those that there's almost a joke or a funny point every single scene, and that that is a, a favorite. But um, as it relates to Christmas, we never really watched Christmas movies that I remember. Well, you had to do the Linus. Yeah, I Peanuts. remember. I remember Charlie Brown. Charlie we had Brown. to do Charlie Brown yeah. every year. That was like the start. <laughs> we had to at least watch it sometime during the season, maybe not Christmas Day. And I was listening the other day to a. Um, Someone talking on the radio about uh, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? And it was kind of half and half, but many, many people watch that movie to start the holiday season, including my girls. <laughs> and Elf. Elf as well. Have you seen Elf? You know what? Elf. I yeah. have seen that one. And that's another one that was the first time I watched it. Like, actually, most of the stuff, that main actor, what's his name? Will Ferrell? Yes. Most of the stuff I see him in the first time, I'm like, this is so dumb. <laughs> and if I randomly happen to catch yeah. it a second time, I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty good. Yeah. Elf, is, Elf is fantastic. It is I don't funny. get his humor the first time around. It takes me two or three times, I guess. But Elf, yes, the kids do like Elf as well. Uh, but Die Hard, I, 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 Christmas movie or not. That original Die Hard is pretty classic. One of my favorites, <laughs> and it came out before. Well, I was old enough to go to the movies or even see it, and I remember when Arrowhead opened. The 101 didn't exist, so we drove Bell Road all the way from <laughs> Scottsdale Road all the way across to I think it's on 83rd Avenue that the Harkins Theater and Arrowhead, or if it's the Harkins, I don't know. But we drove all the way across town because they were playing Die Hard and Terminator for free as a grand opening. I mean, a couple of buddies from high school went over and I, we watched both of them. We got out of there like 1 o'clock at night. <laughs> and I never stay up. I can't hardly make it up past 10 o'clock even back then. But we made it all the way to the end. And seeing Die Hard on the big screen, uh, Christmas, not Christmas, it doesn't matter. It's a, it's a good movie. It is. The John McClane. I like that meme where it was, don't forget to put what cigarettes and shoes in your air duct for John McClane. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Christmas Eve, you got to put cigarettes, shoes, and a Twinkie, and a Twinkie. in your duckwork <laughs> for John McClane who's coming in. So in in sharing some of our memories about the great Christmases, it's it's our hope, it's it's our prayer that uh, you and your family uh, can also take this time of year to set those special memory anchors uh, that you'll take with you for the rest of your life. I, I can think of the, the, the year we wrapped Romeo up in Christmas lights. Remember that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I remember pictures of it. I think I was still living at home. Oh, yeah. Oh, you were a kid. Yeah. Was oh, no, I, you, were, young... you were just six or seven years oh. old, but we strung you up head to toe in Christmas lights and lit you up. <laughs> uh, but we, we do still have pictures of that. Movies, we've, we, we would set the movie up on a tripod and just film that Christmas chaos, frenzy, presence opening. And we've got every year on video. I, lo I love watching those. Romy, what uh, tradition have you carried into your own family or started with your own family that's just 
You know, I mentioned it last week. Uh, Amanda always gets them all new pajamas, and they get to open them Christmas Eve. So the Christmas morning, everybody's in brand new pajamas. The colors are bright for the pictures. Uh, that really is is the one that carried over because my kids do not get up early. I mean, me, me and Amanda are up, <laughs> like drinking coffee. Like I can't believe nobody's waking up. Did they not oh, set an alarm? I know. Did they not? <laughs> I know what phone call I'm ringing this Christmas morning. <laughs> it is. I mean, it is hilarious. We're like, you know. <clears throat> you know, shuffling, trying to wake, make somebody wake up because as soon as one of them wakes up, then they remember, oh yeah, it's Christmas, and then they start waking everyone else up because we do have that same rule. We you got to wait for everyone. We don't do one at a time. Uh, you got to do everyone, and then we don't do a Joe breakfast. Uh, I love the Joe breakfast. That's still to my favorite, to this day, one of my favorites. But not all of my kids would eat the Joe breakfast. They'll all eat beignets. Mm. So Hell yeah. every Sunday morning throughout the year and whatever day Christmas falls on, that's beignet day at the house. And then we always have bacon or uh, you know some sausage meat that go with it. And I actually ordered from, uh, it wasn't Cajun Grocer, it was Louisiana Crawfish Company has oh. started selling a lot of other uh, Cajun food products. And we ordered boudin, hot boudin, crab pistoli, stuffed chicken, I was must have been really hungry because I checked out and it was like almost two hundred bucks with shipping by the time I got all of my <laughs> my I items selected. From uh, what is that stop? Uh, best stop. The boudin was thirty five dollars. The shipping was one hundred and thirty. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I wanted it in time for Christmas. <laughs> well, you know, some sometimes it's worth it. Best yes, stop it is. is is hard to beat. Yeah, they're they're one that I don't know if they do they freeze package. I didn't know they were shipping. They, I will find out. I yeah, think it's my first time. They haven't always, but they have started. Nice. It is nice. It's very nice. Because that is the Boudin, one. Louisiana. Best stop. Scott, Louisiana. <laughs> Can't beat it. You can get it smoked or plain. Fresh is, and hot. Oh, and Landry man. really likes Boudin. Good. So she's, she's our little Boudin eater. She actually, all kinds of sausage. Have you ever heard of linguisa? It's a yeah. Portuguese yeah. sausage. Uh, came over through my mother-in-law's side of the family is all uh, her parents were, you know, didn't even speak English when they got to California. Uh, and so, you know, we've got linguisa on that side, boudin on this side. And Landry's the only one that'll eat them both. Hot diggity dog. Well, I do like, um, you know, f- when thinking about Christmas, to make it more about the memories and the presents. We had a staff lunch last week, and we all talked about our favorite Christmas memories. And now, I don't think one of them was about the gift. You know, it was about the memory, the taste, the smells, the family, the getting together, you know. So that's what we hope it can can be for everybody is just making those great memories. And in the whole staff, there was only one house on fire. <laughs> that was Gary. Remember, he said his stove on fire. <laughs> no, I missed that. Oh, did you miss that? Yeah. Out of all the staff, they only only had one one memory of a burning house. <laughs> you know, we other than breakfast, I don't have food and Christmas together. Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. that's a different story. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have potlucks with the family, and you know, that's always on a Friday. We cook on Thursday. And then, you know, all weekend long and all, all week long, we got leftovers. But Christmas and food, you know, in my mind, don't really 
have much of a connection there. Well, one one of my past breakfast ha- having past a big breakfast. family and and um, having most of our kids now married, um, we we juggle of course with time with the in laws. So our tradition is Jennifer and I now get up early and on Christmas morning we actually drive to all the different kids home so we can see the grandkids uh, sheer th- gr- grins of excitement and elation and have them run up to us and show us their new little treasures and their the joy in their eyes in their own environment in with their own tree and their own living room I, I love that I just always remember as a young mom wishing we could could stay home for Christmas. And so that's that's kind of our gift to the kids is going to see them. So that is fun. We just go to my mom's house, my dad's house, and then we go to Romy's and Katie's, and then we end the day at your mom's house for a good dinner. <laughs> well, and you'll really have fun when you come out today because Santa brought a, a, a 110cc dirt bike. Oh! Remy had a, we found a 50, I don't know, it was sometime this summer, some old family friends of Amanda's moved out here from California. It was really funny. I asked them what, you know, what was the final tipping point? And we won't go into that detail. (laughs) But what was really funny is he said it was really, he said, "I, I was just so done. I packed everything. And it's not unlike them to come out and spend you know, extended period of time in the summer. I'm sorry, in the winter, because Wickenburg is the roping capital of the world. Right. In in the winter, and very good roper. He just won thirty five thousand dollars while Woo-hoo. we were in Vegas at the Downtown Arena in uh, in Wickenburg. And and that's just half as the header. You know, the healer won thirty five thousand as well. So. They always come and rope, and so it wasn't unusual to pack everything. He's like, but it was really funny because I thought my wife would say something about me packing. He's like, because I was never coming back. I got here, called her, told her we bought a piece of property and bring the rest. Uh. (laughs) One of the things they brought, she grew up competitive sea-doo racing, so they're also into motorsports. And she brought their son, who's about Remy's age, and he has a 50 dirt bike. Oh, yeah. And that was just the greatest thing in the world to Remy. So we looked around, found a dirt bike for him. Well, he has a limited amount of distance he can travel away from the house by himself. And so he's been at it for a while, something to keep up, because the quads don't keep up with the dirt bike. Right, right. Um, And... You know, the places you can go with a dirt bike, you can't go on the quad. We've got some washes and stuff that you just get in and go forever. And the girls have been saying, you know, if we had something we could ride, we we would go. So all right, we we hot diggity dog. Almost, it was very hard to find a one ten. Everything was sold out, and there was a brand new. They say it's not new, but there was a different brand I had never heard of that everyone had in stock. And they're all trying to say, oh, it gets great reviews. I'm like, okay, but have you ridden one? No. Do you know anyone that has one of these? No, but but it's got great reviews. I'm like, oh. We'll find out, won't we? <laughs> no. No, no, no. no. I'm, oh, no. I, you know, these other two brands that we were looking through, we couldn't find. But there was plenty of this one. I'm like, there's a reason this one's not being bought. Reviews are not reviews. So I, I called 20 different places and found the last oh boy. 110. It was, it was one of two brands. And another reason we wanted to stick with those is because those are the brands of dirt bike 
and quads that we have. I didn't want a third brand to, you know. Yeah, that's a good point. Good point. Have to remember, well, this one has this and that one has that. And, you know, maintenance as it comes up later down the road. Motorsports will take a step (laughs) up at your property this Christmas morning. Yes. Oh, that's great. We had put it and then, you know, a helmet for all four kids right in front of it. Perfect. With a little bow on top. So that... uh, that was our big Christmas gift. I love it. Because we try and usually find one family gift for us to all use and enjoy. And, and this year it was a it was a 110. Awesome. Very good. Merry Christmas, baby. Merry Christmas. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Save that for home. All Save right, that for all home. Right. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to all till I saw you some more. And we're going to leave you with uh, the reading of Baby Kay and Dr. Rosie, my grandparents, dad's parents, reading in their Cajun French accent. The Cajun Night Before Christmas is originally aired in oh, 2006, and we've played it a few times. Uh, so here it is again if you haven't heard it. We'll leave you with this. For the quote of the week, then pealed the bells more loud and deep. God is not dead, nor doth he sleep. The wrong shall fail, the right prevail with peace on earth, goodwill to men. We're going to leave you now with the Cajun night before Christmas. And all through the house, they don't a thing pass, not even a mouse. The children been nuzzled, good snug on the floor, and Mama passed the pepper through the crack on the door. Then Mama in the fireplace done roast up the ham, stir up the gumbo, and make bake the yam. Then out on the bayou, they got such a clatter. Make sound like old Boudreaux done fall off his ladder. I run like a rabbit to got to the door. Trip over the dog and fall on the floor. As I look out the door in the light of the moon, I think, man, you crazy. Or got old too soon. Because down on the bayou, where I stretch my neck stiff, there's eight alligator a-pulling the skiff, and a little fat driver with a long pulling stick. I knew right away it got to be old St. Nick. Oh, faster and faster the gator they came. He whistled and holler and called them by name. Hey, Gaston. Hey, T-Boy. Hey, Pierre. And I'll say, gee, Nanette. G, Suzette, Celeste, and Renee. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, make crawl, alligator, and be sure you don't fall. Like tent clothes cat, through the treetop he fly. When the big old hound dog come and run himself like that up the porch, them old gator clam with the skiff full of tar and St. Nicholas behind. Then on top of the porch roof, it sound like the hail when all them big gator Done sat down the tail. Then down the chimney I yell with a bam, and St. Nicholas fall and sit on the yam. Sacre, he exclaimed, my pant got a hole. I done shot myself on them red hot coal. He got on his foot and jumped like a cat out to the floor where he land with his splat. He was dressed in muskrat from his head to his foot, and all his clothes is all dirty with ashes and soot. A sack full of plating, and he throw on his back. He looked like a burger, and that's for a fact. His eyes, how they shine, his dimple, how merry. Maybe he been drank the wine from blackberry. His cheek was like rose, his nose like a cherry. On second thought, maybe he lap up the sherry. With snow-white chin whisker and 
quivering belly, he shook when he laughed, like the strawberry jelly. But in a wink of his eye, and shook his old head, make my confidence that I don't get to be scared. He don't do no talking. He gone straight to his work. Put plaything in sock and then turn with a jerk. He stood, put both his hand there on top of his head, cast an eye on the chimney, and then he done said, with all that fire and them burning hot flame, me, I ain't going back by the way that I came. So he run out the door and he climbed to the roof. He ain't no fool him for to make one more goof. He jump in his skiff and crack his big whip. The gator move down and don't make one slip. And I hear him shout loud, a splashing as he go. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas to, to all, all till I, I saw, saw you some, some more. more.